As we have traveled through Advent, we have looked through the lens of Scripture at three different characters. We started with John the Baptist, who was preparing a way for the Lord. Then we moved to Mother Mary, who arose and made space for God. And today we come to Joseph, who is given naming rights of our Lord Jesus Christ. All of these members of our Christian family. In a seven-year window, New York City's Lincoln Center received two separate $100 million gifts. A privilege for a nonprofit receiving the generosity of others. In 2008, a gift came from David Koch to renovate the theater that houses the New York City Opera and Ballet. With the gift, naming rights were claimed for the renovated space. Naming rights that Koch determined would expire in 50 years. And then seven years later in 2015, a gift from David Geffen to modernize the Symphony Hall and when the gift came, there was one specificity attached to the naming rights. The symphony hall would be named David Geffen Hall in perpetuity, forever. The symphony hall was already named Avery Fisher Hall. Conflict ensued for the board members of Lincoln Center and in the end, the Fisher heirs received a $15 million settlement so that the home of the New York Philharmonic Orchestra would forever be called and named David Geffen Hall. Joseph, Mary's bridegroom, does not come as a moneyed man looking for immortality in bright lights. In fact, Joseph enters this story quite differently. He and Mary are in a contractual, legal relationship. They've been promised to one another. They are pledged to one another, yet they are not married, and Mary is pregnant. Imagine their feelings. Imagine the questions, the doubts, the wonder about how they got there where they were, and what they were going to do next. Joseph, being a righteous man and seemingly subtle, maybe even humble, had a strategy in place to dismiss Mary quietly. Having ticked through the laws in Deuteronomy, his two options as a follower of the law, as a righteous man, could have been either a public stoning of Mary or he could divorce her. Neither is quite the same as dismissing her quietly. But unexpectedly into this messy situation, an angel of the Lord appears and sheds new light. Maybe because the jumble of emotions, the intensity of decisions to be made, the truth of what was before him. Joseph listens to the messenger. He awakens and he follows the instructions. 
Maybe because Joseph was one of the first stewards of God's mysteries who had a servant's heart, he honors Mary. He does not dismiss her quietly. And Mary births a baby. And Joseph, with the naming rights, calls him Jesus. With God, Joseph gives us a name to carry forward. Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus, the one who saves. And that name, well, it makes all of us family. We are all kin with one another. The Matthew birth story is succinct. In a few words, God comes through these two ordinary people, Mary and Joseph. Without the details of shepherds and angels and room at the end or no room at the end or a star in the sky like we find in the Gospel of Luke, simply in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus is born. Jesus, the Christ, whose name we carry. Jesus, who makes all of us family. Jesus, who promises to save us from all that is before us. Jesus, who bestows on us a perpetual name as a part of the Christian family of faith. During Advent in 1944, Dietrich Bonhoeffer wrote a letter to his parents. He wrote from Tegel Prison in Berlin. He characterized the strength he knew because his parents had carried Christ's name and because his parents had prioritized a life of faith for their family. Speaking in his letter of his difficulties, of being imprisoned and isolated for the celebration of Advent and for Christmas, Bonhoeffer wrote, Times like these that show what it really means to have a past and an inner legacy independent of change and conditions and culture. The awareness of being born up by a spiritual tradition, that gives one a strong sense of security in the face of all transitory distress. Bonhoeffer wasn't drawing on a family legacy of wealth, nor a fine German name that had been handed down for generations, nor an inherited title that he carried. Bonhoeffer was drawing on his family's claim in a living Christ. Joseph, a righteous man, born up by a spiritual tradition, acted in a life-giving way in the face of potential distress. He followed the advice that came in the light of a dream. Maybe upon waking, it felt like intuition, just knowing it was the right thing to do. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Maybe upon waking, he was confused, but couldn't shake the sound of her laughter and of their tears. Joseph, son of David, the child conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Maybe upon waking, he was curious. He was given naming rights. Joseph, 
son of David, you, you are to name him Jesus. Drawing strength from a family of faith and carrying the name of the Christ child Jesus into this world means that we can trust in the perpetual strength of God's love. We know, we can trust that we are whole people in Christ's love. This Joseph, he got naming rights in a radical way, and we get to carry that name today. We carry the name of Jesus, the power, the light, the privilege. We carry Christ's name forward forever. Praise be to God. Amen.